This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. Hey guys, welcome to The Collective. Good morning! Happy Wednesday! Welcome back to another episode. As always, if you love this podcast, which I hope that you do because you're listening right now, please make sure that you share it on your stories, you send it to a friend, put it in your sorority group chat. I know you all have a group me. I've been there. I've done it. Please make sure that you rate this podcast on Apple and Spotify and leave a review if you want to leave a review. I love reading them. Please make it a nice one. If it's a mean one, you don't need to you don't need to leave a review. Still can if you want, but you don't you really don't need to. <laughs> But we are up and Adam today. I woke up at 5 a.m. I went to Pilates at 6. I went for a little walk and now it's currently 8 a.m. I honestly, guys, I'm going to be so honest. I didn't even shower post gym yet because I was excited to record this episode. And I know that's gross and I will shower today, I promise. But I'm just really into this episode. So we're not even going to do a life update. We're not even going to do anything before. We're literally going to get into the topic. So if you see the title of today's episode, we are talking all things networking. And this is a self-diagnosed term, but I want to say I'm the networking queen. And you can ask anyone that's really close to me and they'll probably agree with you. I texted my best friend and she was like, yes, you are. And this is something that I have been doing for two years, basically, every single day is building connections and building these relationships and networking the shit out of myself and my brand in order to grow and to get to know more people. So this is a topic that I'm super passionate about and I'm really excited to talk about it. So I first want to say that networking can have very different forms to it. There's very different types of networking that can happen. There's obviously online networking and then there's obviously in-person networking, but also I think that building relationships and like building friendships is a form of networking. Obviously, when I'm building a friendship, I don't think that I'm going to get something out of that person. I just genuinely like that person and I want to be friends with them. And I still think that that's a form of networking. There's also building these business relationships. There's also mentoring. There's so many different types of networking that can take place. And depending on the type of relationship you're hoping to have, with someone that can affect how you approach the interactions. So the first tip that I'm going to give anyone who is trying to up their networking game 
is going to be that you need to build a connection. You need to build a connection with someone. And if you take nothing else away from this podcast today, take this one thing, take this one thing that I'm saying because it is so, so important. So I'm going to give an example on kind of why this connection is so important. But just think about if you have a relationship with someone, you are probably going to be more willing to hear them out or to help them when they need it, as opposed to a random stranger that's messaging you. So let's use mentoring as an example. And if you want someone to mentor you and you want to get information from someone to help you grow and to help you build a brand or build a podcast or build a network, Think about how busy people are. Think about how busy someone is. And unless that person is the most kind, caring, personable person in the entire world, the chances of them having a call with a stranger to mentor them is going to be extremely low. Think about the CEO of your favorite brand. If you were to message them and ask them, hey, I want to build a brand. Can you have a call with me and tell me step by step how you did this? They're probably not going to do it. And that's just the reality of it. However, if you have a friend that you've been talking to for a while, or you have someone that you've engaged with on social media a lot, or you have someone that you have this connection with, and they just so happen to also run a brand, if you were to message them and say, hey, can you sit down with me for a few minutes and kind of talk me through this? they're probably going to do it. They're more likely going to actually sit down and do that with you. Girlies, when you're first starting a business, you have enough to worry about. The stress is overwhelming and there's absolutely no reason you should be adding any more. Luckily for us, Shopify is here to help. Shopify has all the tools to power and build your business to the next level. It grows with your business, no matter how far or big you grow. Thanks to an endless list of integration and third-party apps, anything you can think of from on-demand printing to accounting to chatbots, everything you need to revolutionize your business, they have. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S., and they are the global force behind Allbirds, Linen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. As a WTTC listener, you can sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash WTTC all lowercase. Again, go to shopify.com slash WTTC now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Again, shopify.com slash WTTC. Okay, girlies, we are talking about our favorites once again. If you've ever had an embarrassing BO moment, Lumi is here to help. Lumi is powered by mandelic acid to control odor in a new way. Lumi delivers outrageous 72-hour odor control from everywhere, including your pits, your feet, and yes, 
even your privates. And fun fact, but it was actually a patient's concern about their private odor that originally inspired the OBGYN who invented Lumi. I currently have the toasted coconut deodorant, and let me tell you, it is my absolute favorite, and it smells so good. Lumi starter pack is perfect for new customers, and it comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, and free shipping. As a special offer for listeners, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code WTTC for 15% off your first purchase at lumideodorant.com. That's WTTC at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T dot com. So last year, I had someone actually reach out to me and ask if I would have a call with her and kind of give her some guidance on building a brand. And I was so flattered, to be honest. I was like, I don't know why anyone would want me to do this. So I was so flattered and I had a call with her and she was super sweet and Since then, we've built a relationship and it's been great, but being so honest, I think I only did it at that time because I was so flattered that someone wanted to learn from me because I was like, what the fuck? Why? But if someone were to message me now and it would be someone that I don't have a relationship with at all or any sort of connection and it's just a random person asking for a call to give them tips and guidance... I'm honestly probably not going to do it. I'm probably not, and that sounds really mean, and I know that that sounds really mean, and I'm not trying to sound mean at all, but I have my own shit I have to do. I am so busy with my other stuff. I have different priorities that sitting down with someone who I don't know, I don't know who they are as a person, I don't know anything about them, I have no relationship to them in any way, and taking time out of my day to sit down and mentor them is probably not going to be very high on my priority list. And so I honestly think that building that connection with people is so, so important. And so you're probably thinking, okay, great. How do I build this connection? And if it's over social media, I think that that is the best way to do it. If you're not directly pitching to whoever you're trying to connect with. I'll talk about that a little bit later on how I would approach that. But if you're just trying to kind of build a little bit of a friendship, kind of just build a little bit of like they know who you are just in case in the future you want to reach out to them for something, then I would definitely use social media. I would congratulate them on accomplishments on LinkedIn. I would reply to their Instagram stories. I would comment on their pictures. And I would do this all very casually. If this isn't someone that you are directly pitching yourself to in that moment, then I would do this extremely casually. I would reply to their story and be like, oh my God, same, I agree. Or like, I would comment on their picture and say, wow, this is so cute. I would keep it very friendly, literally how you would talk to your friend, literally think how you would talk to your best friend. I would do the same thing. Obviously, 
Use your own judgment on who the person is. If it's the head of Nordstrom, maybe I'm not going to reply and go, okay, queen, iconic. Probably not going to say that. But for someone who is a little bit more casual, maybe it's someone that you just kind of want to go for coffee with at some point, then I would start to build that connection over social media. Again, use your discretion. Some people I would obviously do it more over Instagram, whereas if it's more of a business sort of engagement and something that I think might benefit Healthridge Collective in the future or someone that I just want to have a connection with just because it could be good for me at some point, I probably will end up using LinkedIn. I will probably end up commenting on their posts or congratulating them or wishing them well and keep it a little bit more professional as opposed to going on Insta and saying, pop off queen, you look fucking fire in this fit. So obviously you guys know what would be appropriate for each person. So you guys, you know what I'm saying. Okay, so now let's say that you want to directly pitch yourself. Let's say that you own a clothing brand, we'll do that for example, and you want to connect with someone and directly pitch your business idea or directly pitch yourself if you're an influencer or content creator or you own your own business of some sort. The most important thing when you're doing those types of networking is to be as direct as possible. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. I'm going to say that again because it's very important, but you want to be as direct as you possibly can. Because if you're trying to do small talk at the beginning, I'm not going to lie to you guys, they honest to God do not give two shits. I'm sure we all have that friend or person in our life that whenever they reach out, you know that they want something. And this literally happened to me last week. I got a text from someone and she was like, hey, how are you? I miss you. Like, hope you're doing well. What's happening? And so I replied back and I said to Dean, I was like, what do you think she wants? And he was like, what are you talking about? I was like, the only time she ever reaches out is because she wants something. So why is she even doing this little small talk? Just tell me what she wants. And the convo went on for a little bit, not very much, because I was just patiently waiting for her to tell me why she even messaged me. And then finally, she asked her question and was like, okay, question for you. Can you do this? And at that point, I honestly was annoyed. At that point, I was honestly like, okay, well, one, you only reach out to me because you want something, not because you actually want to be my friend. And two, why did we have this entire conversation? Why did you pretend to act like you cared about what was going on in my life? You didn't. You should have just directly asked me and I probably would have replied being more help. 
But because she dragged the combo on and because she pretended to act as if she actually cared about what was happening with me, I was so annoyed by the time she even asked her question that I was like, I don't want to really help you. I don't really want to do this anymore. Also, a big thing is on Instagram, if you are trying to connect with someone or trying to reach out to someone and you're trying to pitch something, I get this a lot, but someone will send a message and be like, hey, I love your podcast or I love your brand. You're doing so well. And I look at it and I'm like, this is such a nice message. This is so fucking sweet. So then I reply and I'm like, thank you so much. And then they start asking questions. And you know when you can just tell that they want something, especially when someone will send a message and be like, so like, how long have you been in health and fitness? And I literally will be like, I don't think I'm really in health and fitness. I don't really know. And then they'll be like, oh, well, do you have any fitness goals at the moment? And they basically just try and keep the combo going so that at the end they can pitch themselves. Where I personally would honestly have respected it a lot more if they just straight up sent a message and said, hey, I love your podcast. It's so great. My name is blah, blah, blah. And I own this personal training site. If you're ever in need of personal training services, you should definitely check it out. I think you would love it. Done. Done so that we're not wasting each other's time. The biggest thing when you're networking, especially when it's a business sort of network environment, you don't want to waste people's time. People, their time is valuable. And if you're wasting their time on talking about what are your health and fitness goals, what do you want to do with your health? And you're like, I didn't prompt this. I didn't ask any of these. And they're just making small talk to then pitch themselves at the end. I think a lot of people think that then you start to build that connection, but you really don't because people can see through the inauthentic sort of small talk that people do. And we can all see when someone just wants something. And so if you are trying to pitch yourself or trying to make a brand deal or a business deal, be so direct. When you send a message to a brand, if you're a content creator, say, hey, so-and-so, love what you're doing. My name is this. This is what I'm wanting. If you send them an email saying, hey, how are you today? Just wanted to say hey and like hope you're having the best day. What are your goals in life? They're they're not replying. They're literally not replying. Especially, like I said, people are so fucking busy. And if you're not straight to the point and they basically have to pry out of you why you're messaging them, they're not going to, one, probably respect it, and two, not care. They're not going to give it the time of day that it deserves. And so beat them to the punch and literally send the message and say exactly why you're messaging them. Sometimes people feel like when you do that, you're being too aggressive, but I think a lot of it comes in your tone. I think pitching yourself is one of the best things that you can do, and I honestly think that, like I said, people will respect it a lot more if you're just open and honest and upfront at the beginning, as opposed to trying to build this almost fake connection because you think that that's what you should be doing. 
Also, let's say that you're extremely direct in your first message to someone and they see it and they're interested. They'll reply back to you and you can start having that conversation. Whereas if you send a message to someone and you were like, hey, how's it going? And you don't know them, they're probably not going to reply. They're probably not even going to give you the chance to pitch yourself. And so just being as direct as possible is honestly the most beneficial. And the something that I've learned is literally just the easiest way to network. And if they say no, they say no. And you shoot your shot and you try again with someone else. But at least then you know that they know what you were trying to accomplish in your message. And you're not just waiting in a limbo state. Okay, so now you're thinking, great, I have my business pitch, I have this idea, I am ready to be as direct as possible in my first message. How do I even reach these people? How do I even get their contact information? And <laughs> let me tell you, it's fucking hard sometimes. I have literally been in the dark web for a hot minute trying to find people's emails. Like, it is tough. But these are my tips on finding people's emails. So one, use LinkedIn. Use LinkedIn, look up the company, and then when you look up the people that work for the company, you can actually go in the search bar and type in specific keywords. So if you want the manager, if you want the CEO, if you want the retail buyer, and you can look up all these specific people that work within the company, add connections and see if they actually accept them. Sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. The amount of connections I've sent on LinkedIn is actually insane. You can also use Google and actually look up who is running a specific department within a business. You can look up who's involved in that and that can help you narrow your search because then you can just go into LinkedIn and directly find the person that you're looking for. So on LinkedIn, if they accept your connection, you can actually go and see their contact info and most of the time it will have their email there. But let's say they don't accept your connection or it's taking too long and you're like, I really gotta get this going. Use the site Rocket Reach. And basically you can either type in someone's name, you can type in a company, or what I like to do is I'll take the LinkedIn profile of the person and I'll copy and paste the URL into Rocket Reach and it'll find the person and you'll be able to actually get their email. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. So we are hoping that it works. But you also have to create an account and you get, I think it's five free searches. And so I've just made like seven different accounts. I've used my mom's email. I've used my best friend's email. I've used Dean's email. I have used HC's email. I've used my own. Like I've made so many accounts because I refuse to actually pay for it. So just ask everyone if you can use their emails and use their phone numbers and just keep making accounts. Okay, so now you found their email, you sent your direct pitch, you sent all the information required, and you've been waiting for two weeks and you haven't heard back from them. One, something I've learned in business is people are so fucking slow. And as someone who is not that type of person, it 
really kills me inside. It really kills me. So if you're impatient like I am, I normally try and wait two weeks from when I send an email, but then I do send a follow-up. And I know sending follow-up emails can really scare people and they can feel like they're annoying, but something I've learned owning HC is that emails get lost. Emails get lost in the inbox. Someone might read it and then forget to reply because they get busy. So I like to send at least one follow-up email if I haven't heard anything. And normally it's something super simple and I say, hey, so-and-so, I'm just sending a quick follow-up as I know emails can get lost in the inbox. We are still super excited about the potential of working together and discussing this deal. Please let me know if there is someone else I should be contacting. I look forward to hearing from you. Best, Brianne Halfridge. And so it's super to the point. It's super direct, but it's also casual enough of like, hey, I know that emails can get lost. I know that this can happen, but I'm still super excited about us working together. So aka check my email and reply to me. Most of the time after the second email, they will be prompted and send a response. And sometimes they'll send a response and be like, hey, we're actually not interested right now, blah, blah, blah. Or they'll be like, hey, thank you so much for sending a follow-up. I lost this in my inbox. Yes, let's discuss. And then it will start. Say you send your second email and they still do not reply to you. Use your own discretion. If it's someone that you've currently been working with, someone that you have this connection with already, maybe you can send a third email. I've literally sent a third email to a company the other day because they didn't reply back to me. And I was like, we're in a time crunch to get this done. So I'm going to harass you. But because I have this connection with them, I really wasn't even that worried about it. But if it's something that you're like, "Mm, maybe they're just not interested and that's why they're not replying, then maybe don't send a third email. But don't be afraid to send a follow-up. And if they think you're annoying, they think you're annoying. But I honestly think that one follow-up after an email is a thousand percent acceptable. If you send seven, maybe that's a little too much and you will get blocked. But I would definitely send a follow-up if they haven't replied to you in a few weeks. And then from there, I would use your own discretion on if you should send another one or if you should take that as a sign that maybe this is just not meant for you at the moment. Going off of that, Something that I want to sort of reiterate is that we have to remember when we're trying to network, especially in a business setting, that they don't owe you anything. They don't owe you anything, just like you don't owe them anything. And so if they choose to not respond, they choose to not respond. If they choose to not accept your pitch, then they choose to not accept it. And this is something that really, for the first little bit when I was shooting my shot a lot, it really made me sad when I wouldn't get responses back from people when I was trying my best to network. But it's something that I've learned that it's not personal. It's not like they read my message and know me as a human being and think I'm a piece of shit and they're not replying. That's not it at all. Everyone is just so focused on their own stuff and focused on their own business, their own shit they have to do, their own work, that sometimes they're just not going to reply back. If someone replies back and they're not interested and they say, hey, thanks so much for reaching out, we're not interested right now. That's just a common kind courtesy, but it's not 
a requirement. It's not a requirement for a business or a person or a brand to reach back out to you and tell you that they're not interested at the moment. And sometimes you'll send this email, you won't hear anything for months, and then they'll circle back when the timing's right and be like, hey, we actually want to do this. But this is a concept that I really had to get deep into my head when I first started networking a lot was that they don't owe me a meeting, they don't owe me a response back, they don't owe me their time, they literally don't owe me anything, just like I don't owe it to anyone else to do that as well. So keeping that in the back of my mind, every single time I send an email, every single time I send a LinkedIn message, every single time I send a DM, it really helps me to not get my feelings hurt when I don't get responses back. Another thing I'm going to say is that you literally want to connect with everyone. Literally connect with everyone. You could be who knows where and just be a kind, authentic, good person and build these connections with people because you never know who's going to know who. And you never know if any of your current connections can help you build new ones. And that's one of the best ways to honestly network is use the connections that you currently have and find new connections from there. Hopefully you've built a relationship with one of your connections that if you were to ask them for an introduction to someone else, it wouldn't be a weird or kind of like snaky thing to do. It would just be a friend helping a friend. But that also brings it back to the idea that you want to always be kind to people and always be authentic and put your best foot forward. Because again, you don't know who knows who. And you never want to burn any of those bridges because you never know what could be extremely beneficial for you in the future. I know that the term networking is kind of scary because we think of it more in a business sort of mindset and a business concept and aspect, but in reality, just making friends is a form of networking. And like I said before, when I make a friendship, I'm not seeking something out of them. And when you do do that, a lot of the time people can see right through it. But I like to think of networking, even in a business setting, as just making friends, just putting myself out there, just being kind and authentic and genuine and seeing what gravitates towards me. When I went to the Forbes Under 30 Summit, I was petrified because I literally went by myself. I didn't know anyone and I have never put myself out there and quote unquote networked so hard in my entire life. I went to a mixer by myself with like a hundred and some people and I literally would go up to random people and introduce myself and I went up to this one girl, introduced myself and it turned out that she became one of my friends while I was there and from her we met other people and we became friends. I literally got friends from the summit. I wasn't talking to them because I thought that they could help me in some way. 
I wasn't talking to them because I thought, wow, they can be so great for my business. I literally was just talking to them and getting to know them. And we just ended up meshing and they became my friends and I still talk to them even now. And some of them have supported HC and bought stuff from my collection. I've donated to one of my friends' nonprofits and that's where HC donates. And it's just really sweet when friendships can kind of take on that next level. And it's not even that we are doing it from a business perspective, but we're literally just doing it to support friends. And without me putting myself out there and building that connection, I would have never met these people and I would have never built these friendships that I did. Honestly, I think that networking is definitely a skill that needs to be nurtured and worked at. I mean, if I was in a social setting, I sometimes get really uncomfortable and it's really hard for me to just talk to people. And so it's something that I've had to work on. And if you're feeling uncomfortable with it now, that's normal. It's normal to feel uncomfortable with trying to network and get to know people. And I honestly think that you just have to keep trying. And with every experience, you're going to learn new tips, you're going to learn new tricks, and you're going to start to become more comfortable with it and it'll become more of your norm. A lot of the networking that I do now is very unintentional, unless it's a specific business pitch for Helfrich Collective. A lot of the networking that I do is simply because I want to make new friends and I want to get to know new people. And that just ends up flourishing and building and growing to a point where if I needed help or I had a question or I wanted to do a collaboration or whatever it is for my business, I would feel comfortable reaching out to these people because now they're my friends. I also will say that it is very difficult to network when you're a little bit more introverted and I'm a thousand percent an introvert. And so a lot of the time I honestly just have to force myself to go do things. And because I want to make new friends and because I want to get to know new people, I have to put myself in situations that are extremely uncomfortable for me. And most of the time I'll start to network over social media with someone and eventually it'll get to a point where we're like, hey, maybe we should grab coffee or maybe we should go for dinner. And am I uncomfortable doing that? Yeah. And does it scare me to go have coffee with someone and get to know someone for the first time? A thousand percent. But I know that it'll be so beneficial for me in the end because I could make an amazing friend out of it or I could strike up a business deal out of it depending on obviously what type of coffee date or dinner date this is. But a lot of it, I do have to force myself. And a lot of it, I do have to do things that make me extremely uncomfortable. But the more I do it, the more comfortable I become with it and the more normal it becomes in my world. And so the easier that networking ends up being. And another example that I just thought of is I pitched Helfridge Collective to a brand to work with them. It's really really big deal. 
And basically they loved everything and they said, we're going to circle back in a little bit. We don't have the strategy set in place right now. Let us circle back in a few months. And so I actually just sent the lady that I was talking to, I sent her an email yesterday saying, hey, I'm just saying hello and checking in. I just wanted to send you an updated press kit of Helfrich Collective because we have new items launching soon and I just wanted to make sure that you and the company are staying in the loop of what we're doing because we're still super excited about potentially working with you. And basically I sent this to stay in her head. I want to stay in her head. I want them to stay up to date with what we're doing as a brand and doing as a business so that in a few months when they are ready to bring on new clients, we're one of them. I want to build this connection with them and I want them to constantly remember my brand in their head. It wasn't an aggressive email. It wasn't anything super timely that I needed a response back on super quick. It was just basically a check-in saying, hey, how are you doing? This is what we've been up to. This is what we have coming. We are still super excited about potentially working with you. Let me know if you have any questions about anything we're coming out with. That's it that's it. We'll circle back in a little bit. Am I expecting a response from her? Not really, but will she give one? Maybe. And in a few months, I'm going to send another one and I'm going to follow up again. And then a few months later, follow up again and basically just keep building that connection, keep staying relevant to them, but not being super aggressive because I understand that, especially with a lot of these big businesses, it takes a lot of time to get something in motion. Okay, so the networking takeaways are be direct if it is strictly a business pitch. If you want to build a friendship and kind of a some sort of connection or relationship with someone, be casual, stay up to date on what they're doing, comment on their stuff, comment on their LinkedIn, reply to Instagram messages, and try and start that conversation in a super chill, natural way. Be as authentic as possible because people can see through the bullshit. People can see through the random small talk that someone's doing just to ask for something in the end. So just be as authentic as you possibly can when you're out in a social setting, network with as many people as you can, try and get to know everyone, introduce yourself to people, put yourself in uncomfortable situations because again, that's where you're going to really grow. Shoot your shot, use your resources and go out there and kick some ass. But that is today's episode. If you guys have any more questions about networking or anything that I personally do, feel free to send me an Instagram DM or you're always welcome to send it as I write into the collective episodes. Please, like I mentioned before, feel free to share this with a friend, post it on your stories. Let me know what you think of this episode and I will catch you guys in the next one. Bye.
Hey there, my name is Renee Rena, and I am the mom friend you have always wanted. I am also the host of the Mom Room Podcast. We publish two episodes per week, a co-hosted episode on Tuesdays and a solo episode on Thursdays. Popular topics include pooping and having sex after giving birth. I have a solo episode where I talk about not sharing a bed with my husband and why that's okay. I hope you'll tune in to these conversations every week. Join us on Instagram at the Mom Room Podcast and start to feel a little less alone in this crazy thing called motherhood.